So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type two collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, it- is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more, sir. Mm. Yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Thank you for joining us. This is Where Is This Going, a podcast about artists you may not know yet, but hopefully will soon grow to appreciate at the very least. We are still in our February Black History Month featuring black artists mainly. And finally, we are graced by a black queen. Ladies and gentlemen, in the studio, we have today Miss Danny Redwine. Hello, everybody. We're not going to even try to mess with the drops because we've already had so many technical difficulties. Yes, today. and I don't know if my microphone's on. Oh, it is. I promise. It you. is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, but I could yes. hear it before. So I right. Know, like... No, you've been doing radio and stuff. We don't have in, uh, ear yeah. monitors right now. Yeah, we don't have the ear things and everything just went black. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. This is a great podcast. This by so the way. far so good. That's what I say. This is great. We just lost power really on like half of the equipment. Really enjoyed myself so far. <laughs> it's been great out here. Oh, oh error. Error on my face. Great. Yep. Classic. All right. Here we go again. <laughs> it's still yeah. We're not gonna do the intro again. But yeah. um, Anyways, yeah, you've been doing uh, radio. Have you been doing radio uh, all week? I, or? I dabble. I, I've done a couple of shows. Nice. Um, and that's for Streets Radio yes. out of Detroit. Nice. So, yeah. uh, available on Sirius? or It is available through the app and mm. on your local radio station. Okay. So yeah, it's you local have to be ra- in Detroit. Right, but, of course. Yeah. So I will never hear it. But yeah, yeah, you could hear it because you can download the app and they yeah, have shows on there. iHeartRadio yeah, or the Streets Radio app? Just the Streets Radio app. All right. With yeah. a Z. With a Z. Streets with a Z. Yep, streets with a um, Z. But yeah, the comparison I was making is we don't have ear monitor or over ear Yeah, monitor. the muffs and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Although I I don't want it. I feel really? this is more intimate and it is. though I like the feedback or not not feedback cuz that's not what you're supposed to hear, but yeah. though I like, you know, hearing my levels, yeah. I feel like it takes away a little bit from the intimacy. It does. It does. Not I, that I like it. We're here to get intimate, but right? Yeah, I'll pass. But thanks for <laughs> offering. Um, that wasn't an offer. Oh, okay. I think that was actually the opposite of an offer. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. I'm not everyone's type. It's okay. It's okay. Um, 
Danny, uh, thank you for joining me. No problem. Stand-up comedian great. from yes. Grand Rapids. Are yes, you sir. from Grand Rapids? From? Born and raised. Born and raised. Yeah. Thank you for staying. Mm-hmm. Um, host, one of the many hosts, or many, one of the hosts of Make It Spicy. Make It Spicy at Mulligan's, yep. When it comes back. When it comes back. We're hoping it comes back soon. I was going to say. Uh, Everything when, has been locked down, so mm-hmm. we haven't even really heard anything just because the bars are going to be like the last things to open. Right. So. Yeah, I was going to say Mulligan's, are they even at 25% right now? No. I wouldn't imagine. Nope, they're not. They 25% is like, what, two people? Exactly. <laughs> you can't. Like, the not staff suppo- is 25%. Right, you're so. not supposed to fit that many yeah, people in there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but looking forward to when Mulligan's does When it gets back. started back up. Me too. Yes. Me too. I'm, I'm missing being on the stage. You know, it's the lack of open mics in the city where you uh, could u- usually do one a, a night every week. The lack of open mics right now is sad. Right. It hurts. And it is disheartening for me because I'm friends with a lot of people that have not been afflicted by all the shutdowns. Right. And I know working comedians that are working every weekend and going to open mics. Going and, other, and it's like, man, going to other get... states and stuff. Yes. yes. I is I find it sad uh ben bradshaw and i were talking about um how it took a pandemic and our state completely shutting down for us to finally go to open mics in mm-hmm. other states yeah like ohio and indiana yeah. yeah um and we plan on going to new york uh in a few weeks to yeah new york check is out dope. some more oh new york is so dope but yeah and unfortunately it's because we're forced to yeah <laughs> but you were you, you were performing this past weekend, right? You mm-hmm. want to talk about yeah. that? Yeah, I performed. Um, I actually did my first taping for Amazon Prime on uh, Getting Off Comedy Series Season 2. Hell yeah. Um, and it featured 19 comedians. Dang, 19. So, yeah. So, now, that's not between the two seasons. That's just this yeah, uh, that's Season just, 2? Yeah, this is just Season 2. So wow. they reached out to um, not only Michigan comedians, but there's comedians from Florida, New York, um, Atlanta, awesome. uh, Ohio. So it's comics from everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a good experience. That's super dope. Yeah. Uh, especially not to say that it wouldn't be awesome to be featured as a Michigan or Detroit comedian, mm-hmm. or um, but to be able to say you are featured as a Michigan comedian amongst other... Amongst other great... Amongst other great yeah. talents. Uh, because then it's... It, when you're picking from a small pool, it can almost feel small. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Honor. But absolutely. to be honored, it, that that's one. I hope you feel honored because yeah, I'm I, looking I up. Did. I did. If I wasn't looking up to you already, thank um, you, thank you, honey. But yeah, so congratulations. Thank you. On that. that was I'm a great experience. So happy for you. It was you. so fun. Uh, how was the Detroit? I know you go to Detroit a lot, but mm-hmm. how was the Detroit experience? Um, I guess with this week. Um, well, with this week, the Detroit experience was it was, it was everything was chaotic. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Just because, you know, I, I guess I didn't realize until I was actually behind the scenes how much work has to be put in the production. Right, exactly. So, I mean, I was there as the talent, but I turned it up. I turned up being an assistant. Um, I was a cook. Um, I was the errand girl, you know, so I had to like step in. Yeah, you know, I had to step in and help out where it was needed, but it was all good because, you know, it was for a greater cause. And you don't mind doing stuff like that when you feel like you're such, when you're a part of something that is is so special. And not only um, just that production community, but I think personally, like, the comedy community. Oh, the comedians were lit. We had so much fun. I'm so glad. I had so much fun with the comedians off stage. Not only just enjoying watching their sets, and, right. and but just being in 
everybody's presence. Like I got mm-hmm. some some good stories right. off of veterans that's been doing comedy twenty plus years, mm-hmm. you know, and just some of the stories that they had were just amazing. Right. You know, just the things that they've gone through and you know, challenges that they faced for big shows and right. how they might have got delayed or how something mm-hmm. went wrong. Those you know, lessons. Yeah, those are, lessons that they're they're priceless. Yeah, I was just gonna say yeah. invaluable. They're um and it I'm sure kind of reminded you of what I miss most about comedy, but the hang. Oh yeah. That's, I mean, we love getting on stage. We love performing, Mm -hmm. but the biggest uh, missing link from all these live shows has been the connection, being able to bond and being able to talk and fellowship. Right. And to be able to fellowship with uh, veteran minds, Oh uh, yeah, much better than an open mic hang. Oh yeah, GR, I'm sure. I tell you what, I have I have not laughed so hard. I laughed so hard this past weekend, mm-hmm. just listening to stories from Smokey Suarez and Howie Bell mm-hmm. and Bill Hill. Like these are people that have been on Dev Comedy Jam, right. you know, Comedy Central, you right. know. So it's like, man, just to be in their presence and just many, this, many decades of experience. Yes, between, yes, yeah. definitely. Uh-huh. I've learned what not to do. I learned a lot of what right. not to do. <laughs> I mean, that's that's half of right. that's half our time in comedy. Exactly. Just what not to do. Exactly. Um, so then we'll get to that. How long have you been doing stand up? It'll be eight years in April. Eight years. Yeah. Nice. So started in about 2013. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, what got you? I'm assuming you started in Grand Rapids. Yep. And I started in Grand Rapids. I was actually a fan. I would always go to mm-hmm. Sunday Night Funnies and watch the show, and that was always something I looked forward to. Mm-hmm. That was just my the thing that I like to do. I'd right. never been a club girl, mm-hmm. so going to Sunday Night Funnies was like my thing. And uh, when I got down with uh, cancer, I was diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm. And um, When I got down with cancer. When I got not... down with cancer. <laughs> Me and cancer got yeah, real tight. Yeah, we got real tight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we went through some things together. We went through some but, uh, <laughs> but I was going through that, and mm-hmm. I was going through a divorce at the same time. So I was in a dark I was in a dark place. Right. And I just felt like I needed an outlet, and I was isolated. So I was by myself, and I just felt like I needed to do something. I, like, mm-hmm. created this list, and Everything on the list I couldn't do. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, I can't jump out of a plane right now. You know what I'm saying? I can't do this type I'm of shit. I'm too sad. I you know might not pull the I can't shoot. go on a beach butt naked right now. It's just, it wasn't feasible, you right. know? So only thing I had on my list was to try stand-up comedy. And that was the only thing that I could do at the time. Right. And I contacted Brian and was like, hey, would you give me five minutes? Mm-hmm. And he was like, hell yeah, gave me a date. And I went down there and did my first five minutes. Yeah. I only lasted about four. I had right. about four minutes of jokes. And I was disappointed because I got off before the light. But mm. I left on a strong note, and I got a good there response go. from the Close audience. So I felt right. I felt good. I'm picking myself up. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, I've done well. That three right. minutes was strong. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care what your show needs. Exactly. I got my time. Thank you. Right, right. But, yeah, I've been doing comedy ever since. I got that itch. Right. I you mean, know, it's like that first time you get on stage, the only people that can understand that is comedians. Yeah, it's like you get up there, you do well, you get that itch, and mm. it's like, oh, I'm getting back up there. Exactly. Comedians and drug addicts. Mm. Um, but <laughs> right. the, the only difference I think is uh, the high that you get mm-hmm. that you feel from killing. Mm-hmm. That same high is achievable, and you're you're able to push past that, uh, given the different room or whatever. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we remember our first time. Um, perspectively killing uh-huh. I guess. like uh-huh. even just early starting out you're like man i had a great set tonight yeah I, 
had a solid 10 minute or 15 minute set yep. and you're like man i killed it mm-hmm. and that can be great for that but you can surpass that high absolutely yeah with more time and experience with more time and experience and more and bigger audiences yes i feel like the response of the audience is priceless oh my god you know and i come coming from grand rapids mm-hmm. i mean i started out like mainstream like i i was you know i showed my personality and everything right. but you know i was a little bit more um conscious of you know the things that i would say and how i would say them mm-hmm. it wasn't until i went on the road and i started going to detroit that them people was like look we want to see your personality we like we, we yeah. want to see you we don't care nothing about them jokes unless we see you in them right so i really had to dig deep it's and, all developing you that know voice. exactly developing that voice and detroit wasn't feeling me at first i ain't gonna Mm lie i bombed on a few stages in detroit (laughs) but it made me better because i was like okay these are the things i need to work on this is where i lost them Mm -hmm. you know this is where i gained them back so now now i'm detroit is i got them so i'm good and you can't build a career in one city no absolutely not playing to one audience yeah i needed i needed the i needed the exposure you know Mm -hmm. i i went on the comedy run with um with t barb and um we hit shout out to t barb that's my girl and we hit the Chitlin circuit. Like mm-hmm. we was all down south, right. you know. <laughs> and uh we opened up for some for some rappers. Okay. Okay. These, <laughs> these kids are like nineteen years old. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We not realizing that it's a rapper concert going on right. along with our little tour. So we also do- <laughs> So we didn't even know our that we was having it the converged. same together. <laughs> So we walked up to this club and it was a line wrapped around the building and we thinking, oh all, shoot, they here for comedy. Oh hell yeah! They was there for the rappers, right. okay? And but we had want, to. You don't want that same audience, but, right? Right. But we opened up the show good and they they received us well mm-hmm. and they laughed loud and they they were they loved us. But right. it was just something that we did not expect to walk into. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a surprise. Like oh shit, it's like yeah. if you the only black person and they're like oh you got a show in Detroit and you go to the show in Detroit and it's full of white people and you're like hmm how (laughs) right how'd they all find how did this happen Uh, is this all the white people in Detroit right (laughs) you fit them all in one room that's cool exactly um but that's that's funny I was listening to uh a podcast and basically they were talking about um opening opening for bands Mm -hmm. uh, on the road Mm -hmm. um Bill Burr was talking about it I think and what you that's like the white version of what you experienced right like opening for a right. rock band and they're all drunk as shit just get the get off the stage we right don't they don't want to hear you right but then i imagined it would be almost worse uh, <laughs> at a rap show oh. at a rap concert oh my goodness mind you 19 years old exactly. these were young, young. rappers <laughs> You know, so we like young, aunties up in there. Young rappers have a younger audience. They keep audience. looking at us like we the auntie. Right. Like, you know, it's like because we the oldest ones in there, you know. Hey, get Aunt Viv right. off the stage. <laughs> tell you? auntie to give me a Jack and Coke. You know what I'm saying? Because she got, tell her to bring us some Hennessy's over here. Right. You know? <laughs> Who invited the auntie without that? Right, honey? exactly. Do she know how to roll a blunt? <laughs> Pass her the weed. <laughs> I know they brought the chicken. Um, so That was racist. That, <laughs> You're talking about Henny. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> we're in we was in New Orleans. We was in New Orleans. Oh, okay, yeah, that would make yeah, sense. Was, yeah, we was in New Orleans. Damn. I still want to go. I mean, obviously I have the furthest south the furthest I've traveled at all is Ohio. For okay. Open mics and stuff. And okay. like I said, we're trying to get out there more. Yeah. But um it's a couple good rooms in Toledo. Right. I ain't shit yet. So oh, there's no. not much I can do. No, you just have to get up there and own it. You you're good. So thank you. 
Um, but how did hosting? Well, screw that. We'll go back further. Uh, so being a fan of stand up, were you just a fan of like local shows? No. Or, yeah, not no. No, I, I grew up in Who a comedic family. Yeah, things. I grew up in a comedic family. My mom and them would buy Red Fox and Richard Pryor albums. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was one of those kids. I got a record player for like my 12th birthday or something yeah, like I'm that. I'm still looking for a record player. Yeah, and I got me a record player. And I used to still. I used to go down there and steal the records and, and listen to it and be rolling in my room. <laughs> and it wasn't until my mom put Prince out of Red Fox sleeve. Um, <laughs> I got caught. <laughs> but also, Red- imagine looking for laughs and then you just end up, we'll just play the record. I oh, man, but tears. my favorite was just the cussing. Like, I just, my, I came from a cussing family. My, the best cusser in the family was my Auntie Anne from Chicago. <laughs> Loved being around her because she could cuss her ass off. Championship the, the, the champion swearer <laughs> so i loved red fox because he cussed in every one of his mm-hmm. jokes and it was just hilarious to me so yeah i've, I've been mm-hmm. a family of a, a fan all my life we would when i got a little bit older we would sit up and plan to watch like raw and mm-hmm. you know like the, spe- the comedy and, specials yeah. that came out yeah yeah so i was a big fan of that loved in living color was my, mm-hmm. my I was shit say, in living, color, in living was, color was like that, that was, was one of it my for first me comedic experiences that was too. it for me after mm-hmm. that i was like this comedy is what's up you, right. everybody needs comedy so that's beautiful yeah um so did you I got I don't know why I feel like growing up in Grand Rapids is weird just because I grew up here mm-hmm. and I've always seen as I've always seen Grand Rapids as a destination okay. for me. Um, okay. So I don't really know what especially after gentrification yeah. and stuff like that. I don't know what Grand Rapids was like growing up. But how was how was the city to you growing up? Um, it's a lot different than it is now. I mean, when I was growing up, we could walk the streets late at night with no problems. Mm. Like, you know, it just it wasn't an issue. Right. Um, you know, we played outside. You know, so, <laughs> I don't see I don't see any kids anymore. outside anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we lived outside. Like I smelled like a puppy at the end of the day. Right. You know what I mean? Because I was outside all day. Mm. Um, and I was a tomboy. I was raised around all boys, all boys on my neighborhood. A little Filipino girl across the street. Shout out Christina. That's my girl <laughs> to this day. But we were the only girls on the block. So, mm-hmm. you know, we played football, soccer. You know, we were the the ones that just kind of had to blend in with the boys. So, right. But growing up was fun. I was an athlete. Um, I was popular in school. So mm-hmm. I had lots of friends. We had lots of fun growing up. Right. So yeah. do you think that um, I can tell personally that that tomboy upbringing never left you. No, you never no, left. I'm still rough around the edges. Right. I'll you fight never, on the spot. Never lost yeah. that edge. Yeah, but never. Do, do you think that was that had a has a hand in your style? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think as uh, I think a lot of people, and, and I get a lot of it from men that I relate to men a little mm-hmm. bit more than I do women. So I, the men are real receptive to me, right? Um, and you know, not only because I'm fine, you know, <laughs> but um, but you know, they I get them, they get me. Right. You know what I mean? So I get a lot of feedback from 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 men, mm-hmm. and you know, even when I come off stage, most of the people that approach me and that good job you was funny girl our dudes right um so i think that being around men is just kind of giving me that um um in tune with my masculine side you know i'm not right and i'm not afraid to talk about certain things that certain women are little you know and i think that is a a brashness that yeah men may have over women Mm -hmm. or um i i like i guess it's not even so much biological as it is upbringing right um, right. And I get that a lot. Like I have I have male comedians that be like, yeah, I was at a show and I said your name and they knew who you were. And they was like, that's my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like you're one of the guys. Right. The, the dudes really like yeah. you. You oh, know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, yeah, Danny, that's my girl. So it's like, it's a good feeling, you know, because even though females don't get really, you know, as much pub or notices or recognition as they should um i still think that they are recognized right um i think that you know some women either step up to it or Mm -hmm. you know they don't so much and they kind of just want you to kind of tag along or follow them along and Mm. people aren't going to necessarily do that you know you have to be a people person you got to be able to get out there and not be afraid to talk to people you know some comedians are real standoffish you know and i've come to shows plenty of time come in the room introduce myself and you can always tell the people that are like hey how you doing i'm from such and such and the other comedians that are kind of like hey whether whether it be just nerves or whether it be just nerves or their personality but you know yeah, what I mean? Or exactly. just 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 Shyness. who they are. Right. Mm-hmm. Just maybe a shy person. So right. but it's it's cool. And yeah. I'm sure you've heard this a lot, but there is difficulty with it being like a male driven industry oh, or male dominant industry. Oh, absolutely. There are there is immense pressure to just fit in or be one of the guys oh absolutely do you know how many uh offers i get in my dm for a, a titty shot for a cash app to do a show <laughs> i i mean it's like all the time i get you on the stage show me that show me that new titty you yeah, know what i mean like I, say, I want the new yeah, one yeah, yeah yeah you know and the old one been remixed you know she was fixed you know what i'm saying so she she good too you know she ain't been chopped and screwed by a little bit of you know remix. what i'm saying yeah. she got a little tight and lift you know so she good too now. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'd be like, why are you discriminating? You yeah. know what I'm saying? They both That's good ageism, now, you know? If, it, if anything. It um, is. But, you know, it's, it's nice being my age and having, you know, young 20 year old titties. You know what I mean? It's, there you go. It's great. I so. mean, it's the best thing we could ask it's for a, at this age. Especially me. I if, mean, if you're not going to do I anything mean, to the face, I mean, at least. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. At least upgrade the girls, you right. know? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to reach a broader audience. Um, <laughs> That's a good one. I'll write that down. I'm glad. Uh, how do you? I love collaborative arts, um, and I've I've found Grand Rapids itself mm-hmm. to be a very. Um, I don't know if I do, I haven't been in other art scenes, um, okay. whether it be music or comedy, but they have a heart for collaboration and working with other artists, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's definitely common in the comedy community oh absolutely to yeah. uh you know just re- getting together to write together oh, yeah. or um helping people out with just like got a tag for that bit i was listening might sound better if you change this or that right um do you do you want to give any props to, to anyone who may have i know t barb is close oh That's yeah been your girl yeah t barb is now are there is there anyone else in comedy who's been there not only growing with you, but also uh, helping. I mean, because oh yeah, I have when, many in the beginning, me out yeah, in the beginning, a lot. Right. I had Dave Jones. Shout out to Dave Jones. Mm-hmm. He was a big help to me. Um, Pagan Gonzalez was a big help to For me. Sure. Uh, Floyd J. Phillips, rest in peace. Uh, he was like a mentor to me. I've heard stories about. Oh Floyd. man, Floyd was Floyd was he was somebody. He was special. Floyd was mm. special. Um, but yeah, I had those those main three people right there in the beginning of my development helped me out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have known much about etiquette. Um, right. I wouldn't have learned about timing. 
Um, I wouldn't learn those fillers because I right. never knew. I always thought that a joke just had to just one joke had to flow into the next. Mm-hmm. Um, and Floyd always taught me, no, you got to have a couple quick ones in there just in case, right. you know, so you can set up for, exactly. you know, your next joke, you know, yeah. and um, didn't know that. You know, there's mm-hmm. just a lot of things that they, they gave me, gave me some gems mm-hmm. that, you know, over the year I, I've been able to use and have helped me out a lot. So. Right. Uh, yeah. Shout out Pagan, Dave Jones. Yeah. Uh, Damn, I still want to do a Dave Jones show. Yeah, uh, Dave Jones always he always has something going on. I just on. heard they start so late. <laughs> yeah, they do start late. They CP shows. Right. They definitely CP shows. Um, but um but he usually has a good lineup of talent and right. and the venues that he picks are good, so. Yeah. And, yeah. and he always has people there. Yeah. I, I mean, regardless say. of how late it is, there's an audience. They're they're there for the show. Yeah, they're there for the show. <laughs> so he gets a lot of support. And that I was gonna say that's that's a great audience to have on a hook. Yeah, you know? it, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's steady support. Yeah. Do you? Now I know you said. Uh, now I'm losing them. I know you said uh, Eddie Murphy's Raw and Red Fox and Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. Those were your kind of growing growing into comedy oh yeah are there any comedians um throughout your career or throughout the past couple years that you've Mm -hmm. been inspired by or absolutely um i mean uh paris out of out of chicago just niece out of chicago um those two women are i I like look to them for inspiration Mm -hmm. just because first of all they are so funny um, they're so charismatic on stage. They're black women. Right. Um, and they are up and coming. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally, I almost flow. I, I watched Tiffany Haddish's, just her recent uh, show. She had uh, uh, the they Ready. They, they Ready. She had the second season with mm-hmm. uh, Godfrey on there. Yeah, I was just And say. at the end, they had, like, this commentary where the comedians are just talking. And Tiffany had asked the panel, you know, who who they thought should be up next. And they dropped my girl Paris name. Yeah. And I was like, man, I've been watching Paris for a long time. But I was watching Tiffany before Tiffany. Tiffany blew right. up. So when everybody was like raving about Tiffany, I was like, where I've been watching been? her for 10 years. Exactly. Like, where y'all been? <laughs> I've been watching her. And that's so, something in comedy that I think is unlike a lot of other, I mean, right. sure, there are bands that right. um, are like big at a local level, but yeah. even, you could you could be watching um, a local level New York comedian mm-hmm. on their rise and be admiring what they do without anyone else really over the country knowing knowing who they are are. yeah yeah and then when it i think that's one if you meet them through the comedy community i think that's what raises so much pride oh yeah because you see someone you knew Mm -hmm. um like not to say that me and marcus oland are super close Mm -hmm. um but i've performed with them at like sunday night funnies yeah and then seeing him on uh amazon is just something to be like one it makes you it makes the dream achievable again. right it makes you feel like you're not doing it for nothing right exactly right. you're like i'm on the right track and then a uh, year later to have someone even closer to me mm-hmm. also make that same achievement it it's inspirational yeah. like like i said as if you weren't already an inspiration to me uh i want you to know that your success however it seems to you and i'm sure it, this is big and it should be but it's so big to those around you and it has an impact um it has an impact on those looking up to you and who have been uh admiring what you do i appreciate that because i swear i feel like no one sees it (laughs) you know what i'm saying i I just i'm like always i'm always surprised when i go places and they're like oh i saw you on such a i'm like you did that 
That's like, a okay, com- that's, well, that's the comedian's cool. brain. That's, yeah, it is. That's the self-esteem that it got is. us into this. I, gig, I think so. You know? It's just like, oh, they probably didn't see it. I'm. But I'm, also, I then I don't want to be like, hey y'all, hey everybody. Didn't you see me? <laughs> didn't you see me? But also, I and I can't I can't tell you to change that because right. no one wants to be that. Right. And also, this it's part of what makes us funny. Yeah, absolutely. If we ask how we did, we want to hear that we killed. We don't want to hear that there's some right. stuff to work on. Right. And, you know, I grew up in a black community. You know, snitches get stitches. So exactly. you don't talk too much. Exactly. You know, you keep shit on the low. But, you know? e- but, even, <laughs> like, but once you get that, those props or whatever, uh-huh. you don't, you still don't believe it. Right, and right. that's the thing. Yeah. We're always struggling to, you know, defeat those voices of That good. tell us that we suck. Yeah, yeah. but also, <laughs> those voices that tell us are, that we suck are battling with the good voices. Right, with that the voices getting. that are like, come on, Danny, try it again. <laughs> you try it again. They said you were killing it. Just yeah, go back to it. Just go back to it. Which is not only voices in our head, but sometimes, like last week at JB's Whiskey, it will be an actual black Person. woman's voice <laughs> in the crowd. It's like, you suck. I came here to laugh. <laughs> or, it's okay, baby. You keep going. <laughs> That's that's, oh, that's what even worse. That's what it's we okay, heard. Baby. <laughs> that's what we heard last week. It's Keep okay, going. baby. It's you okay, got baby. it. Keep you going. You got it. You'll get there. I want to say that to someone. <laughs> it's okay, baby. Keep it's a going. phrase that can only come from a black woman. Yep, I want you to know. A black older to, woman. To hurt, <laughs> to hurt and heal at the same time. You're like, oh, thank you for this funny. love, but I can't take right, it right exactly, now. Exactly. But, and it's, but that's the, I guess, the epitome of the conflict going on in ourselves. Yeah, yeah. That pushes absolutely. us to get back on stage. Absolutely. Um, what is your main motivation for what you want to do in comedy, uh, making people laugh? But what is your motivation for wanting to do so? Oh, well, I, I have to admit, um, I don't get motivated quite often because I work a regular job. Right. I'm a little bit older. I just to be tired. <laughs> <laughs> so my main motivation is T-Barb. Like, my girl, like, watching her and everything she does, I cannot mm-hmm. believe the stuff that she does. She's amazing. So just to watch her keep pushing, mm-hmm. um, and she's been doing comedy for like five years, you right. know, less than I have. Mm-hmm. And the the things that she has achieved in, in that time frame is amazing. Um, so, you know, it just really makes me look forward to the day that I have more time, that one day the, the life will free up some of my right. work time that I can put more into mm-hmm. things that I would like to do because it does take all day. Like right. it, you know, sitting down and write, like I can barely find time to just sit down and focus on writing right? because there's always something going there's on. There's always something to do. There's always something going on or there's always something that is jacked up in your life. Right. You know, your car broke down, somebody passed away, mm-hmm. uh, somebody needs some, your help. You gave them your last. Now you broke until you get yep. paid. You I mean, there's always something, right? You know, I had my identity stolen, my car charger stolen and my car broke down within a four day frame. <sighs> Also, this was all leading up to me going to Detroit to, for, for getting off comedy. To step in your way, man. <laughs> I, I got and I got stranded in Howell, Michigan. Yeah, that's Howell. No black people are allowed no. in Howell. I, I think there used to be like a curfew. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here I am, you know, cute comedy black girl <laughs> sitting in Bell Tire parking lot stalled at nighttime. Damn. I just knew the KKK was going to come right. down and get my ass. Did you, you just see a flame <laughs> just, coming in the distance? 
<laughs> like, I know get lower I in my seat. Like, <laughs> let me see if my blackness can blend in with this seat. <laughs> I'm just gonna close my eyes and shut my. Right, mouth I'm just gonna be quiet. I'm gonna play dead. I'm play dead. <laughs> play like I'm already dead. Or play possum. If they already see a dead one, they won't want to do anything right, exactly. to it. Right, exactly. Or I can speak a Spanish. Maybe they'll spare me if I speak a Spanish. <laughs> I'm Dominican. Does that help? Does As that if help? they would like Dominicans better. Oh. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, so that's that's how my week started last right. week. So when people So you were, fought through the devil to I fought through the devil and was able to get up on stage. But I tell you what, if it wasn't for the comedy relief, I think my energy would have been off. Of like course. to be in the environment, it changes I forgot I had, my car was in Howell. By the time exactly. I got there and had me a couple shots and sitting listening to Holly Bell and all the Right. Psh, what car? Huh? And what? All like, Stranded where? Hey Danny, how was the drive? <laughs> huh? huh? What drive? Oh, <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. I got to get my car together in the right. morning. Yeah. So, yeah. But th- awesome. Once again, I got to say congratulations. And I'm glad that you found uh, a motivation that's also been such a great creative partner. Yes. Back to absolutely. the, collabor- the yes. collaborative works again. Yes. Um, seeing the content that you guys put out together mm-hmm. has been great. Well, do I need to move? Well, I already moved the whole couch, so. <laughs> All right. Um, so, spe- uh, keeping on with the collaborative, uh, the collaboration and collaborative works, uh, I've been admiring with your stranded time in Detroit, um, <laughs> the content that came from it uh-huh. uh, with you and Ryla, or you and Ryla. Wow. I just had the other podcast on my brain. Yeah. We'll cut that. Any Jew. With you and T Barb, um, the hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of my favorite ones, actually. <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> this ain't it's even your house. Night, drink a Patron. That was. <laughs> <laughs> but this ain't even your house. You just gonna lay in my bed? Yeah. That just was bump the front. <laughs> <laughs> going to the yeah. store. Um, yes, so funny, so yeah, hilarious. Thank you. Thank Has you. there been any? Because I know I know that type of internet comedy right now is pretty uh, popular. Yeah, yeah. And sketch comedy, pretty right. much. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we've done we did a sketch together. Don't mm. know when that will. I just remembered that. Actually. Yeah, long time ago. Don't know when uh, that will ever air. Don't know what happened to it. Yeah, but. <laughs> That was like an opportunity in quarantine. We're like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm hopping on that, and we'll see if anything ever happens with it. Yeah. Um, actually, now I'm feeling kind of hurt. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 fine. You know, it's all right. Um, There's a lot of footage out there we haven't seen. So you know what? We didn't get paid for our services, nor do we ever. Yeah. Well, I do. <sighs> well, nor do I ever. But, <laughs> um, but is there anything more you want to do in the internet comedy realm as we don't know when live shows are coming back? Yeah, I actually do. I have a, I have a couple skit things coming up with uh, some other comedians. I'm working with um, Isaiah Kelly, nice. who is uh, Gerald Kelly's son, who's another uh, veteran comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, and Isaiah's been doing comedy since he was 10. Damn. So he's 29 years old and has 20 years of comedy under his right. belt. You know what we're, I mean? It's we like, always talk about, um, like, man, Eddie Murphy or, like, just people who start uh Started late. I mean, Eddie, or, yeah, yeah, Eddie started in his late 20s. Right. You know, so. And just to, um, I think Eddie started at, like, 14. Well, he started, but he didn't get but big didn't, yeah. until in his, right. in his 20s. Yeah, yeah. 22, I yeah, think. Yeah, because he was working was stages. Raw. A lot of them working stages at, when they were teenagers. I mean, uh, so did Dave. Dave yeah, was in I was going to say. <clears throat> Tracy Morgan was in the. And that doesn't oh, seem a lot possible. Of them, right. 
right. at all to, to well isaiah's brother is a 10 years old he's got a brother that's 10 i think that goes to the comedy clubs and performs right. and you know See, but that's that's also the family yeah and that's yeah. the the beauty of being brought up in funny yeah or absolutely. just around industry oh yeah too. oh yeah definitely but but yeah, awesome. so I got a couple skits coming up with him next month. He's uh, touring right now with Lavelle Crawford. So, oh, not, oh. yeah. See, the proximity is it can be dangerous, but also like we said, motivational. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've touched and developed relationships with with a lot of good people, so mm. I can go pretty much anywhere and be looked out for, right. you know, or get on a stage or mm -hmm. do something. And, and that's kind of what I'm proud of. Like, I don't, I don't talk about it a lot. I'm proud of the relationships that I've built over the years, just because it's hard to connect with certain people. Right. You know what I mean? So to be able to connect with people that you actually have a chemistry with yeah. that says, Hey, whenever you in town, let me know, you know, right. that you're coming. So I'll get you on the stage. Mm -hmm. Um, I got riddles coming up pretty soon. I'm going to nice. get on riddles. I tried to get on riddles in uh, December. I was supposed to open up for my girl, Just Niche. Really? And uh, they shut Chicago down yeah. for a second time. So um, so I'm looking forward to doing that in April. That's so are you open? So, are you opening up for her again? I don't or? know who I'll be opening up for. Oh, okay. Bo just let, said he'll let me know when. So That's awesome. But yeah, but I'm, I, those are the things I look forward to. Cause That's it's so, like, I was going to say, I was going to ask, because um, I have two more things, mm -hmm. and one of them was, what you're looking forward to and what you're most proud of. Those are the two. Um, so we can, okay. we'll go to that first. What okay. are you looking forward to most, whether it be um, anticipatory mm -hmm. in your career or things that are tangible and you see on the horizon, but also the, even those can be anticipatory at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's on the horizon and what I also anticipate is moving out of Michigan. Yeah. Um, I am looking to move out West. Nice. Um, and I would like to, you know, take my comedy a little bit further. I mean, I would basically be taking a step on faith because, I mean, my, I have a job and I mm -hmm. can get a job wherever I go. Right. But uh, taking a step out on just comedy and faith is is a pretty big deal. Right. Especially when you got bills coming in. Exactly. Um, so I would like to get to a place where I can actually just work a little bit and do more comedy. I was going to ask earlier mm -hmm. if... Um, because you had said, you know, you have a day job, as yeah. a lot of us have to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but if you could ever, and I'm glad you already used the phrase leap of faith, mm -hmm. but if you could ever just take a break um, and kind of branch out on that leap, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm glad to see that that's a yeah. plan of yours. Absolutely. Because that's mine. all what we're trying to do. That's it, all what we're Having the balls to, to take that leap, but also having the money to kind of back exactly. up the fall. Exactly. <laughs> I bring my ass back to Grand Rapids if shit don't work out. <laughs> this is home at this, the end of the day. This is walking my happy ass <laughs> Exactly. Back. And I'd be like, hey, I'll just tell hey. you about my experiences. Yeah. Nevada sucked. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Utah ain't exactly. shit. Um. <laughs> but no, I, I love comedy. Comedy mm. has kept me alive. Right. I mean, I I went through a lot of stuff over this this journey of comedy and you know I don't I don't I don't cry about it on stage you know right. what I mean yeah. like I don't make sad jokes and my comedy isn't dark you right. know I'm not I'm not unhappy you know considering you know the shit that I've had to go through you right. know it's just like you gotta just keep moving forward so. and with that mindset you have no choice but to laugh no choice right exactly why am I looking back I'm not looking back at I'm anything not looking but back at, at it. it exactly but exactly if I can it. make if I can get a good joke out of that shit it was that worth bullshit it. situation is worth it. Hell yeah. 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 So if you can get a another joke out of losing that titty, 
it'll make the titty even more worth yep. it. Yeah, and now I'm getting new jokes from having a, a new, new rack. Titty? I got a new, I got a whole new rack now. <laughs> In July, they both they upgraded. You know what I'm saying? There's, Mama's got a whole. I'm ready new for a wet rack. t-shirt contest now for the Cougars. You know what I'm saying? I killed them bitches. I'm working at a Cougars Hooters. <laughs> All the Cougar. rest of them bitches be flat. You know, <laughs> pancake titties and my shit is sitting up right. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to win that money. Any wet t-shirt contest the going on and out over. here? I mean, it's woods and farms and shit. I know y'all. This it's got to be a fucking community, y'all. Yeah. y'all what are this they doing? Con- chores? They're doing chores, milking cows. You think this and, is an Amish community is, out here? What else can you do out here? You know, this, you is, know a, this is the most exciting thing in this whole facility, right. I'm sure. <laughs> Just wait until there's a bonfire out back. Sometimes the neighbors don't know what's going on. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, who are all those white people playing that music? Exactly. Uh, you know. Let's get our binoculars out, Margaret. Are they white? <laughs> Margaret, are they white? Well, who else would be out here? Uh, <laughs> um... Then my last question for you, Danny. Uh, well, still it's two again. I can't narrow it down. That's fine. But what are you looking forward to? Well, we kind of answered that. What do you want to do uh, with your comedy? Uh, definitely want to grow. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like um, for me now that I just did that special on Amazon, I'm like, shit, some of those, I got to retire some of those jokes. Like right. now it's time to build new content because this is going to be on TV streamed. So. I don't want to keep continuing to use those jokes. Exactly. And I have been around comedy long enough to know that I've seen comedians from six years ago do the same set to this day. Right. And and I'm just kind of like, there's no change. There's no, there's nothing added. There's mm. nothing added to that particular joke. It's just the same exact set. Right. I don't want to be a one set comedian. And, and there's no reason to do that. Exactly. There's I, always content. Exactly. There's content about everything. The sad thing is that, Unless people, some people, I think, have that experience or have the opportunity to put something out there. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I we just filmed a, a show last night, mm-hmm. and a lot of the jokes I did were new. Mm-hmm. And now I'm feeling some type of way about that. Not only because uh, some of the jokes, like a joke or two, didn't land as well as I wanted it mm-hmm. to, and now that's on tape. Mm-hmm. But also, the new stuff that I may release in clips or whatever isn't it feels concrete because it's already out right. there it's already out there right but with that once it's concrete and out there now you have a reason to do something new or to fix it yeah. or to build on it mm-hmm. but i think some people who don't put anything out there never feel a reason exactly to do anything new exactly and there's always room for growth you know that I'm, I, I learned I'm, I learned so much every time I go to a show mm-hmm. and on a set. Um, like I said, I got mad jewels dropped on me this past weekend, right. you know, and and they're going to be able to help me for my next set. You right. know, it's going to be able to help me think about, you know, what to do and what not to do, what to subtract, what to add. Right on my next jokes. Mm-hmm. So Cuz your career doesn't end very, with this taping absolutely either. Absolutely not. Absolutely yeah. not. And and I think that you always have to in order for you to stay fresh, you have to be able to continue to put new content out there. Of course. So Yeah. Hell yeah, Danny. Yeah. I love um, it. Anything else to promote? We know we have your uh, Instagram, Danny underscore Redwine. Danny underscore Redwine on Instagram. And I post not only my videos, but I post a lot of funny memes. And I highlight a lot of my favorite comedians, yes. get sketch art and, mm-hmm. and clips. Check and that out that story. story. Um, and I also, um, I'm, on, I'm on Facebook. Everybody's on Facebook. Yep. So you can find me on Danny Redwine on Facebook. Um, also, was, I don't tweet. 
I, I Snapchat every now and then, but I'm looking into an OnlyFans for my feet because I'm going to need some residual income, and I hear feet are popping out here. Especially if we take so, that So, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> look for an OnlyFans soon from Danny Redwine. I'm going to be featuring my feet. With a name um, like Redwine, there's no reason you shouldn't th- be in the industry. There's no reason. I, I, I need my own wine. I've been telling my family that for years. They won't listen to me. But I'm like, we need to be making money off of our right. name. Like, it's a dope last name. Um, but, yeah, so I'll be doing that. Um, what do I have coming up? I have uh, JB's whiskey. I'm doing his. Nice. Um, I'm doing the clean comedy when is show. JB's? That's uh, 27th, I want to say. Uh, 20. Uh, well, is it February or March? February. February, then it's the 22nd. 22nd. Wait, no, it's not. It's the 23rd. 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 Okay, so I'm doing <laughs> JB Whiskey's on 23rd. Um, and then I got the Clean Comedy Show with Aaron Sorrells coming up. Uh, that's nice. going to be, I'm going to be at the Ambrosia Theater in April. Nice. Um, I am also, um, what else am I doing in April? I got some stuff going on. I'm drawing a blank right now. I'm doing another podcast. Nice. With someone. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's you, see. See, you see to be yeah. super pumped I know I'm about sitting it. here like, oh, let me think. The- Here's the pressure. Where's all your stuff? Get your right. schedule out. <laughs> well, one second. Let me scroll through. Right. Here. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but, but yeah, I got I got a few yeah. things coming up and, you know, some more skits and stuff lined up. So hell trying yeah. to get some new content as soon as these doors open up. Right. You did ask what my favorite or what my most proudest achievement was. Yes. I was going to tell you that my proudest achievement was right before Corona. Mm-hmm. Um, I was asked to be a host for the Laugh Fest All Women's Lineup. That was my most proud mm-hmm. moment. Um, and that happened to fall into my lap because Kara got sick oh. and couldn't host it right. and called me on the fly. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll do it. I think that's almost better. Yeah. If you're not going to get recognition from the industry, mm-hmm. which I, not to say you haven't, but to then get it from your peers, which yes. means way more. It meant, it meant so much that she thought enough of me to give me a call. And because I'm because I am a host, mm-hmm. I went up in there and ran it. I, I, I really impressed them. Um, I feel like I impressed mm-hmm. them. I felt comfortable. Um, I did a good job. All the ladies were great. Mm. Um, the staff was great, but it was endearing to me because it was Laugh Fest. Yes. Um, Laugh Fest you know, is the uh, Grand Rapids Comedy Festival. Yes. For those of you who don't know mm-hmm. for some reason. And if you don't know the depths of it, it was actually an idea um, from Gilda's Club, which mm-hmm. is um, Gilda's is a breast cancer uh, group of women, mm-hmm. um, black women. Um, that went through cancer and they decided that, you know, laughter and comedy should be incorporated in our lives because it helps us get through uh, things like cancer. Right. Um, so it started, we celebrated our 10th year last year. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so and that that was my biggest honor. I was going to say uh, the Laugh Fest proceeds, because um, I believe most of the shows are charity. Yeah, our charity. Uh, mm-hmm. So the Laugh Fest proceeds then go to Gilda's Club, mm-hmm. uh, who... Um, fund research fund uh, research and they also are advocates and supporters of um survivors and women that have um defeated cancer so right. breast cancer yeah. specifically breast or, cancer specifically okay. mm-hmm. That's what I thought. yeah yep shout out gilda's yeah. club yeah shout out to gilda's club and shout out laugh fest uh, laugh fest. there's yeah. laugh fest stuff going on right now yeah i heard I it's virtual heard. i heard yeah. it's virtual this year hashtag sad yeah it is pretty sad but and not a couple of people i was looking forward to opening up for because yeah. that is a couple of people that were like if i get there yeah if i get called a headline i'm gonna have you open and i'm like damn it covid 
I'm waiting on promises that can't Man, even be exactly. made. Man, exactly. I'm waiting on promises that are not even guaranteed. So, but, yeah. But also, uh, do you know when the release date is for getting off? It's going to be at the end of April. I'm awesome. not for sure if it's the April. the. Tw- I think she said the 21st, but don't quote me cool. on that. So late April, check out Amazon Prime, Getting Off, uh, Comedy. Season two. Nice. Look for our girl, Danny Redwine. And thank you so much, Danny. Follow yeah. her on Instagram at Danny underscore Redwine. That's D-A-N-Y underscore Redwine. Red like wine, the wine just you like drink. Yep. <laughs> red, red wine. You make me feel so fine. And I've been Hunter Miles. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore Hunter Miles. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Where Is This Gopo and on Instagram at Where Is This Going Pod. Shoot us an email. Where Is This Going Pod at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Peace. Your home is more connected than ever. So when one kid is schooling the competition... The other is getting schooled. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. And you're streaming a webinar for work and the latest episode of your favorite show at the same time. Shh. Your Wi-Fi needs to be able to handle it. That's why Xfinity never stops working to bring you faster, more reliable Wi-Fi. So you can do it all, all at the same time. Xfinity, the future of awesome. Learn more at Xfinity.com. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.